Welcome to the Rise and Revitalize Project. I'm Rob, here with Mitch. Mitch, how are you doing? I am living the dream. How are you, Rob? Fantastic. Feels good to be back on here with you. Ready to talk about some exciting, exciting topics, as always, right? The first question that I'm burning to ask you is why did you shave off your mustache? Uh, <laughs> I couldn't deal with it anymore. I hated looking in the mirror even more than I usually do. True story. Rob had this majestic mustache for quarantine and we like to do some of our training outside and we were running past a construction site by my house and one of the construction workers honked at Rob. Well, the next day when Rob came over to get back to work, his mustache was gone. But those events correlated. <laughs> I swear it was an accident. He honked at you because your shirt was off. <laughs> Anyways, that the mustache kind of goes along with our topic today. We wanted to talk about how you know, one thing that's held us back in the past is we always thought, because Rob and I always wanted to start a business when we were in university together as 18, 19 year old kids, we always talked about starting a business, but we didn't start, you know, six or seven years later. And we had a lot of great ideas, but we didn't execute on them because we thought we needed the perfect plan and we were afraid to make mistakes. And as we got a little bit older and learned a little bit more about entrepreneurialism, we've really learned that a just taking action is worth a million times more than a perfect plan where you don't take the first step. Yeah, there's even if you don't have the best idea, if your execution is amazing, you know, you'll always end up with a, a solid solution. You can't fail if you just continue to execute on a on a even if it's a subpar idea. If you have a great idea and great execution, that's even better, but just starting and executing is the biggest step. Absolutely. You know, a book Rob and I both love, both changed both of our lives is The Millionaire Fast Lane by MJ DeMarco. And what he says in there is what holds a lot of people back who want to start a business is they always say, well, I don't have an idea. I don't have a great idea. But really, you know, and we've figured this out with our own business, it's not the idea so much that matters. It's the execution, like Rob just said. And the value of your business is going to be the worth of your idea multiplied by your execution. So even if you have, you know, let's say a $10 idea, but you have million dollar execution, you can build an extraordinary business. Yeah. And we were always afraid to, to talk about our business when we first got started. We were afraid to tell people and afraid that, you know, the idea would get stolen, which realistically is, is not that big of a deal because we knew we could execute on it better than anybody else. Even if we, our idea wasn't that great, which when we first started, it really wasn't that great of an idea but we knew we could execute on it better than everyone else. So you shouldn't be afraid about talking about your business. Yeah, absolutely. We hear that, you know, from people who approach us because we've done a little bit of mentorship at SATE and people won't want to tell you their business idea because you think you're going to rip it off. And we actually laugh at that idea, you know, that concept now because we've seen what it takes to build a business. Like we could give, you know, someone our entire business plan and it wouldn't concern us at all because we're, you know, it's taken two, three years of, grinding and, and blood sweat and tears to get here and so that's a great point rob like don't ever be afraid to put your idea out there because what we want to talk about now is you don't need the perfect plan it's better to just put your idea out there start working on it and start to collect feedback and then make improvements as you go because you'll never know what the market wants you'll never be able to come up with an idea that everybody likes you need that feedback from your customers from the general public in order to build a product that actually has demand for it you can't just come up with that on your own absolutely and it goes with you know we're not just talking about starting a business but you know anything in life if you have an idea that you want to execute or something that you want to do different maybe it's even in a relationship 
just do it and collect feedback and improve as you go. Be, be iterative, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's an iterative process. You know, Rob and I, for instance, you know, when we first launched Revita, it's almost laughable to us now. You know, we thought we had the perfect package design and, and everything was amazing. We went to do our first packaging run. We had to print 11,000 packages. And unbeknown to us, we made, you know, several critical errors on those packages. We took our first, you know, batch of drinks. We just got them from our manufacturer. We're so proud. We take them to one of our first stores to pitch them on, you know, having it carried in the store. And they go to try and scan the barcode to see, you know, if it would work and they could register it in the system. Our barcode didn't even scan. We used the wrong format of barcode. And a lot of people would have taken that as a failure. And I guess we kind of felt like it at the time. But as long as you continue to improve and get better and, you know, and fix those little errors, you're never going to get it 100% right the first time. So as long as you can improve on the errors that you made, you're heading in the right direction. That's exactly right. And we could have spent, you know, another, you know, three months or six months or a year, you know, coming out with a more perfect package. But, you know, the reality is, is, we were coming into this business with not a lot of experience and we just needed to put it out there. We needed to collect feedback and improve on and improve as, as we go. You know, we spent a year and a half, you know, what we thought was perfecting, you know, our, our drink formula. And we got to a point where we were debating, you know, should we tweak the ingredients slightly, you know, the ratio of how much juice is in it to how much tea. And we got to a point where we just said, you know what, we need to put it out there. We need to see what people say and if we're getting negative feedback, we'll adjust. And if we're getting positive feedback, we'll proceed. And we easily could have spent another year, you know, tweaking the formula, but we put it out there with what we thought was an exceptional product. And it turned out that you know, people absolutely loved it. And the feedback that we did collect, we've just used that to help with our new formulations. Yeah, just to further tweak it to, to better meet our customers' needs. So this whole idea of starting a, a business or starting anything just with whatever you have, you know, not worrying about doing it to the best or making it all perfect. This is sort of the, the lean startup idea. So this is a book that Mitch has with him right here. So tell us about the lean startup book and what it means. Yeah, the lean startup, it's a real famous entrepreneurial book, but really I look at it at, look at it as, you know, an exceptional life book. Because I think when, you know, most people, if you really think about what's holding you back, and again, it's not just business, maybe it's fitness, maybe it's some old, other goal that you have. And for me, what always held me back is I always thought, one, I needed the perfect plan. And two, I, I thought I needed to know exactly what to do. And what this book preaches is that you need to just get started and you need to learn as you go. It's the most effective way because you don't know what you don't know. And until you start putting your idea out there and seeing how the world responds to it, see how things go, that's where the best learning is going to come from. That's how you're going to iterate. That's how you're going to get better. And by trying to sit there and just craft the perfect plan, what you're really doing is just wasting time. Yeah, I can't think of a single time in my life. And I don't, I don't know, maybe some of you can. Mitch, if you can think of an, a single time in your life where you've started something and it's turned out perfect, it started exactly how you want it to be. I just, I don't think that's ever happened to me. It always starts with some sort of failure or some sort of learning and you get better over time. It's never just starting and being perfect. Exactly. You're never perfect off right out of the gate. You know, a perfect example of this is the coronavirus, right? You know, Rob and I could have fiddled around for another year with our formula and we could have had the perfect business plan and the perfect plan to find distribution and get our product out there. And then, you know, you can't, you can't plan for things like a pandemic, 
so I'm so glad that we just, you know, put our, our product out on the market when we did and decided to proceed as we did because, you know, it's put us in a, a decent position now to get through this. And I truly believe if we had waited any longer, this probably would have scared us and maybe we would never would have launched the company. That's why you don't start with a super detailed business plan, right? Because especially when you're getting started, you just can't, you can't even prepare one day ahead. We still don't even know what's going to happen the next day. Exactly. It feels like we're flying by the seat of our pants most days. And Rob and I did, you know, for the record, we put together a probably a 40, 50 page business plan. And how many times have we referenced that in the last year, Rob? I don't even know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't looked at it since. You know, we learn as we go. And the act of creating a business or putting an idea out there, it's going to be successful when other people like it. When you solve someone else's problem. And the only way to really truly know if you're solving someone's problem is to put the idea on the market, to get it in people's hands and see what they think. You know, for Rob and I, you know, we started just selling into a few stores here in Calgary and we would do samplings and we'd give out samples and we just ask people their feedback. And based on that feedback, we would make changes to our marketing. We'd make changes to our Instagram profile. And we had, you know, one of the things we've done a lot of things very poorly, but one of the things we've done well is I think we've had the humility to listen to what people had to say and make adjustments and know that there's a lot we need to learn. Yeah, and I think in life today, people are afraid to tell you the honest truth, what they think about you, you, whatever you're working on or whatever you're doing. People are afraid to offend you, but I think it's more offensive when people can't tell you the honest truth. So when you're out in, in public and we're doing those things, you can get very honest feedback because people didn't know it was our company. They didn't know we were personally attached. They thought we were just working for it. So to get that honest feedback, however you can do that, is a very effective tool because most people they're afraid they'll offend you so they won't be straight up with you exactly yeah and you know there's another great point there and we'll do another podcast on that another time but you know give people direct honest feedback because that's it's really shaped our business and we're so grateful even though it hurt to to hear sometimes some of the things that people told us that honest direct feedback from you know strangers in grocery stores or friends and family who had the courage to tell us that they didn't like something about our branding or about our marketing has ultimately shaped and influenced our entire business. Exactly. So don't be afraid to just put it out there and wait to hear what people have to say about it. Absolutely. And that's so the actionable step we're going to leave you with today is think about the big goal that you have in your life or something that you want to accomplish and be honest with yourself. What's holding you back? Is it because you don't have the perfect plan? Is it because you're afraid you're going to make mistakes? You have to understand that you're going to make mistakes. You're going to fail, but it's it's not failure. It's just feedback that you can use to iterate, you can use to improve. So take that first step, move forward, and you'll get better as you grow, as you go. Exactly. Focus on your execution more than your idea, and you'll come up with something that you'll be super happy with and you'll succeed with whatever you do. Taking a single step is worth a million times more than the perfect plan with no action. Exactly. I hope you all have an incredible week. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening.